Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. So just just one note on the terrorist thing. There aren't hundreds of known terrorists getting into the country. There are people whose uh, identity have been flagged on a certain database. That's the terrorist watch list. Yeah. Um, they're spending in ways that suggest they're uh, happy with their financial circumstances. Those mushrooms are messing you up. Lesbians and deaf women wear the same clothes. Yeah, yeah, they sure do, buddy. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. More high-profile names from convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein's unsealed documents expected to be released in the coming days. Yesterday, more than 100 names were made public, including former President Bill Clinton. Yes, I was on the sex island, but only for the snorkeling. I didn't know anything about the kid stuff. Look, 95% of what went on down there was not pedophilia. Oh, yeah? No. The other 5%, that sullied the whole operation. Yeah, it sure did, It sure did. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. Breaking Secretary of Defense Austin, uh, Lloyd Austin was uh, admitted to Walter, Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on the evening of January 1st for complications following a recent elective medical procedure. He's recovering well and is expecting to resume his full duties today, says Department of Defense spokesperson. Well, they're still using he, him pronouns, so that nothing's changed on that front. But uh, Friday night news dump, also breaking news. The Supreme Court will hear the Colorado ballot ban of uh, Trump's candidacy. The Supreme Court said today it will decide whether former President Donald Trump can be kept off the ballot because of his efforts to overturn his 2020 election laws, inserting the court squarely into the 2024 presidential campaign. The justices, this is from the Associated Press, acknowledged the need to reach a decision quickly as voters will soon begin casting presidential primary ballots across the country. The court agreed to take up a case from Colorado. Arguments will be held in early February. So we can uh, expect... More news on this throughout the time after early February. Very interesting. We will uh, see what happens with that. Again, Massachusetts may throw their hat into the ring. We'll talk about that later in the show. But right now, it's time for the Chump Line. Hello, Taylor. This is Stephen Hawking calling. As one of the smartest humans who's ever lived, I will not have my name dragged through the mud by a guy who couldn't figure out a Sears cash register. Why don't you go back to Fall River, you pinky ring wearing, no talent pruning hack? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> From the grave, Stephen Hawking has obliterated me. 
That was cruel and unusual punishment. Tough talk from a guy who's not only a dead, but in a wheelchair. That was... I don't know what to be more offended by. Couldn't operate a Sears cash register? I could. I did. Uh... Wow. I know where Nancy Pelosi is. She's at the bank counting her money. Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? We got to get that from Joe Biden. Just him saying, where's Nancy? I'm sure he said it before, legitimately asking where Nancy was. Nobody knew who Nancy was. But yeah, he he said uh, he tried to connect the Paul Pelosi (coughs) incident to January 6th somehow. I'm still still recovering from that Stephen Hawking phone call. And echoing the very same words used on January 6th, where's Nancy? I just want the where's Nancy. Where's Nancy? We'll have it. We'll have it soon as a drop. Today's Chump Line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites for family fun, food, and entertainment it's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner, online at jakerooney's.com. You know the mark of a great chump line call? Because I know what's going to happen when I'm driving home. I'm going to think of that Stephen Hawking call, and I'm going to laugh again. So, President Biden is making a speech in Valley Forge. Is he going to bring out that little insurrection General Washington led in 1776? Yeah, and he delayed the uh, he delayed his speech. Well, he didn't delay. Joe Biden moved his speech up a day because of inclement weather. Valley Forge it snowed, which actually helped, I believe, the forces because it quieted their approach. But Joe Biden bears little resemblance to General Washington, as we know. <coughs> telling Harvard to choose Michelle Obama as their next president. I killed three birds with one stone. First, I made my boss, Barack America, happy. And second, Michelle will be too busy with her new job to try to take mine. I always have a tough time hearing what uh, what Whispering Joe is saying. Do you have any clarification on that for me? Uh, yeah, he, he he said there were three reasons he was happy, then he only gave two. Oh, one I of see. which was that uh, he made his boss, Barack America, happy. The other one was that Michelle would be busy, too busy doing that job to take his job. Which job? Uh, president of Harvard. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. I got it. I got it. I missed the, three the first part. One stone. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I need to take a trip to Dubai's hearing, because I've got a tough time hearing... When Joe Biden whispers, speak up, Joe. Well, Jeffrey Tubin admits he's an intolerable dirtbag. At least he's not on the Epstein client list. <laughs> 425. You sounded like an idiot laughing at that. Jeez, it wasn't that funny. I thought it was very funny. Don't tell me what to laugh at. I'll laugh at whatever I damn well please. Biden calling Trump a threat to freedom is like someone picking your pocket and then claiming victimhood because you only had 10 bucks in your wallet. 
Go ahead. It's hard to fathom the corruption of the press, the way they covered up the Epstein mess. They even lied about his suicide, along with the list for the Lolita Express. I was listening to uh, Tucker Carlson's interview with Jeff Eps- Jeffrey Epstein's brother, Mark Epstein, that was uh, released yesterday. And Mark Epstein, who was some sort of a real estate agent or developer in New York City, has had quite a tough time in getting any documentation on his on anything to do with his brother and his death. But he was there to identify the body. Um, and he was shown photos as well. As he is the only surviving Epstein in that uh, in that immediate family, and he said the as we all know some some of the doctors that looked over Epstein's body they said there's no way no way this guy killed himself. The ligature marks went around the front of his neck and up behind his ears, and it was not consistent with the manner that Jeffrey Epstein is said to have hung himself. So. And there were there were too many broken bones. None of it added up. And Mark Epstein is still searching for answers, as, as we all are. Loving. Finally, this fortnight of Fall River Frank filling in is coming to a finish. I think he should be sent to the Middle East. If they put him in a tunnel with his Sinatra karaoke machine, the tortured terrorist would surrender immediately. <laughs> <laughs> There are countries on God's green earth where if you sing my way and do a horrible job, they will shoot you on sight. And they shoot to kill. True. Come on, man. January 6th was worse than the Civil War and World War II and all the wars combined. We nearly lost our democracy. Trump, Trump, Trump. That's not a joke. <laughs> that's bas- That's what the speech boiled down to today. Transcript, pretty much. It was. Almost verbatim. We, we survived World War One and World War Two, The Civil War. And the, uh, the War of 1812. And we, uh, we fought in the, uh, the... We fought in the French Revolution, Jack, and we uh, we faced threats like Attila the Hun. We've never had a threat to democracy like like this one, man. Come on. And that's why my brother worked with John Beecham to get some paintings. Well, it turns out Krispy Kreme cannot get on the main primary ballot because, well, there just wasn't enough room. <laughs> Is... He's got to be on the primary, on the ballot. That's, imagine that's just for joke purposes. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. That does it for the chump line, the voice message service of the Howie Carr Show. You can leave your message at any time during business hours, regular business hours here at the Howie Car Radio Network every weekday, 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the chump line. We may or may not play your message at this time each weekday. 
If you want to hear more of these Chump Line calls, we uh, release some more after the show, wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcast, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. And we call it Chopped Chumps. It's an additional episode. Just uh, We upload it just after the show each weekday. And today's Chump Line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's On the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites for family fun, food, and entertainment. It's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner online at jakerooneys.com. Hello, Taylor. This is Stephen Hiking calling. As one of the smartest humans who's ever lived, I will not have my name dragged through the mud by a guy who couldn't figure out a Sears cash register. Why don't you go back to Fall River, you pinky ring wearing, no talent pruning hack? Ha, ha, ha. The ha, ha, ha at the end gets, gets me. That's funny. Eight four four five hundred. I don't care what four two five says. That's that's hilarious. We'll be back. <laughs> I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. Become a Howie Car Show super fan. Subscribe to Howie's newsletter, and you'll get the latest news, columns, cheap bastard deals, and other special offers from the Howie Car Show. Just enter your name and email at howiecarshow.com. The Howie Car Show is back. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Today's poll question is brought to you by Colette Tours and the November sixteenth listener getaway to Iceland with Caroline Levitt, who will be in studio here next week for Grace Curley for a couple of days. For more information, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on the Listener Getaway banner. Jared, what's today's poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is will Massachusetts be the next state to try and remove Trump from the ballot? No. 22% say no. 78% believe yes. All right. New Hampshire yesterday, they... uh, passed a ban on gender reassignment surgery for minors, which is an excellent move by the legislative body. A dozen Democrats crossed the aisle yesterday, according to WMUR, to pass the ban on gender reassignment surgery for minors. Among them was Peterborough Progressive Representative Jonah Wheeler, who made a, a wonderful speech on the, on the floor saying he does not see the benefit in allowing children under 18 to undergo that sort of life-altering procedure. And he, we've got sound from that. Cut 13, Jared. The question before us is whether or not children under the age of 18 should be able to get these surgeries. And I, despite being a liberal who believes in those human rights, do not think that is the case. And when the question is put before me, and I spoke to people until 11.30 last night, lobbyists, different stakeholders, people with first-hand experience, lived experience, and I've been speaking to people for the last four weeks about this bill, the, the only argument against it being that this opens the door, the amendment specifically opens the door to other bad trans bills. But folks, the slippery slope fallacy I don't think applies here. We're talking about whether or not kids should get these surgeries, and they should not. These are irreversible 
surgeries. The question before us is whether or not children under the age of 18 should be able to get these surgeries. And I, despite being a liberal who believes yeah, in those we, we, human rights... All right, this is playing over again. But he's absolutely 100% correct. The, this, these are children, and the, the slippery slope doesn't apply because this is where you're already sliding down the slope. You're asking, should children get sexual reassignment surgeries? Children. Under 18. The answer is no. When, when one of your border states, Massachusetts, is banning menthol cigarettes, uh, tobacco flavors of any kind, because these tobacco companies are supposedly targeting children with their flavors, and you are also considering whether to allow children to get gender reassignment surgeries, which of those do you think is the more serious issue? I'm going to say the gender reassignment surgeries. You can always quit smoking. You can't, you can't reverse those surgeries, as the good representative Jonah Wheeler just said. And by the way, these children are being targeted by the LGBTQ agenda. You can check it out in any, any week. Go to thepostmillennial.com. Go to dailywire.com. Go to any of these websites, and they'll show you how the progressives are targeting your children in the classroom. Teachers who are, are they, they have the caprioscope flags in their uh, their classrooms instead of the American flag. They're teaching pronouns. They're, they're teaching all kinds. Of, th- th- look at the books that they're having your children read that they have in the libraries. I've got to pull, pull, um, pull up a story on this at some point, or at least hand it off to Howie, because the uh, Massachusetts, over the holiday break, they rolled out to a lot of the public schools brand new literature to be disseminated in the classroom and it's these books make anti-racist baby look like dr seuss before dr seuss was castigated and cast aside and you couldn't you couldn't utter dr seuss's name anymore but they make anti-racist baby look extremely tame like curious george it's it's ridiculous. I, I couldn't believe it. My jaw hit the floor when, when my wife sent me excerpts from those books. I'll find that, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about that and much more coming up. Police Blotter Facts Friday is just a few moments away. Don't go anywhere. This is The Howie Car Show. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. So I guess uh, Chris Christie is not going to appear on the main ballot after not reaching enough signatures in Maine. It's a big state to traverse. He was at a different diner today, by the way. He was not at the Red Arrow Diner. He was at a different diner. And I had to think that the Red Arrow was uh, deeply disappointed and betrayed even. Felt betrayed by Chris Christie. Uh, but we shall, uh, we'll see how Maine goes for, for Christie. They may write him in. I doubt it. Time now 
for everybody's favorite segment on the Howie Car Show, aside from Grace's News <laughs> and Hate Mail Monday <laughs> and the Chump Line. Please Blotter Facts Friday. Why do you still read the newspaper? I like to keep up on local news, like the police blotter. Whenever the laws of any state are broken, the duly authorized organization swings into action. A fax! A fax is coming through! Oh yeah, a fax! Here's the kind of adventure you've been waiting to hear. Hard-boiled action and mystery. So stand by for trouble and suspense. Stand by for adventure. You know the drill, you send us funny police stories and stories, crime stories involving the police. Send them along to police at policeblotter at howiecarshow.com. Policeblotter at howiecarshow.com. And each week we pick out the funniest ones, read them on the air, and the two funniest get a prize. Grace, what do they win this week? They are going to receive a Go Woke, Go Broke t-shirt. Excellent, excellent. So the first ones you're reading are the runners-up. They don't win a prize. Yes, and we're going to start with a story out of Texas. Stray dog who joined Pooch Pal in causing $350,000 worth of damage at a car dealership is now up for adoption. I saw this, and I saw this story when it originally took place, and I said, wow. A beautiful dog. A talented dog. This dealership is really inflating the prices of these cars. But they were some of them were nicer vehicles. Yeah, so the footage that you probably saw um, shows these dogs charging around the G Motors lot in Harris County, Texas, jumping on cars, scratching paint, and ripping car bumpers clean off their jaws, according to ABC 13 in Houston. Now, the pair used... such strange behavior for a dog to go after a car like that, a parked vehicle. It's not like they were chasing a car, which is... One of the tropes you see about dogs, but I've never seen a dog wantingly rip a car apart. Well, they then called in uh, Houston's Animal Control Agency, and they used cages and some cat food to trap the brown pit bull, who is named Dasher. Now, the other dog, because I assume that's going to be a question coming up, Mm -hmm. has not been named. And I wonder if it's because of the adoption process that you get to adopt. Um... Grace, if you were to adopt this dog, what name would you give him? Oliver. Oliver. Yes. Because later in the article, it says that the, um, it says at first the owner thought that a wolf might be responsible, but they were in shocked. Texas. They were shocked to find two strays acting like extras in Oliver and company. Ah. So that's where I got the idea from. Who made that reference? <laughs> the New York Post. But the, the, the New York that's a we mentioned Oliver and Company oh back when we were talking about Billy Joel and uh, Elton John, but nobody references that movie. That's a very dated movie and kind of obscure movie to reference. I think it came from the sales manager and the New York Post was just writing it up. But yeah, so these two stray dogs. So Dasher is now adoptable and has been cleared. The other dog I named Oliver, but I'm sure whoever is going to adopt him will name him something else, has not been cleared yet to be adopted. They have to figure out first like, if there's anything wrong with them that they're going to attack people. But they right. did say Dasher would be nice around people, but apparently not around cars. So apparently there used to be wolves in Texas, but they went extinct. And according to the internet, there are now no wolves in Texas. We have a lot of coyotes in my area. All right. Coyotes you get. I and they get make coyotes. crazy noises at night. When, oh, yeah. they, when they're roaming around. And they get something, they're like, 
That's the sound. Yeah, strange coyotes in your neighborhood, Grace. It's really crazy. Uh, impaired driver calls cops on herself. A North Bay woman, so this is California, was arrested for impaired driving Christmas morning after she had called the cops for help after getting stuck in the snow. It was Christmas Day, just after 2 a.m., when police received a call for help from a motorist who said she was unsure of her location, but her vehicle was stuck in the snow. Officers began searching for the vehicle and driver later found in French River Township. As a result of the investigation, the driver, Amy Southwind, a 37-year-old from North Bay, was arrested and charged. That's not a name you hear very often. Amy Southwind. Southwind. Yeah. She was charged with um, operation while impaired, alcohol and drugs, failure or refusal to comply with demand, and not having care or control of a vehicle. Do we know what kind of drugs? Does not. Well, I think it's cannabis because it says have. she was charged with have care or control of vehicle or boat with cannabis readily available. So I'm oh, pretty sure I that's see. what it was. Limerick Guy says uh, Taylor, is the dealership going to hound the dog owners for retribution? Uh, uh, uh. juvenile admits to shooting himself at a mcdonald's in spartanburg well obviously he didn't die a juvenile was injured during a shooting wednesday evening at a mcdonald's in south carolina the victim was taken to the hospital according to the sheriff's office shoot his own mcnuggets once at the hospital no he actually shot his hand usually it is the It it usually, because people have the gun in their pants and they Mm -hmm. sit on it and it all goes wrong. But um, once himself right in the golden arches. Once at the hospital, deputies spoke with the victim who finally admitted he shot himself in the hand. He tried to pass it off that somebody shot him. (laughs) He said um, he changed his statement. And at first he had stated that an unknown suspect had entered the restaurant and shot him. Mm. But you know what? It's... At least he was wise enough to know. The jig is up. Yeah. I can't. This is not going to be something I can fake. Some people keep going with the lie for a very long time until it gets out of hand. That's right. Do we know what he ordered at McDonald's? Did he he get a Coke at least? Does not say. I bet the the ice cream machine was broken. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Former priest at church in the villages sentenced to 15 days in jail. That's it? Yes, Father Ed. He wasn't given a choice of like three Hail Marys? It says Edward Martin Waters, best known as Father Ed, he's 74, was sentenced Wednesday after pleading no contest to a charge of driving under the influence. The retired priest was at the wheel of a blue Ford Mustang shortly before 7 p.m. This is a renegade priest. When drives a Mustang drunk? <laughs> He's a cool priest. No, um, there's nothing cool about driving drunk. I just, meant the, I just meant the car. The car. Don't get it twisted. I'm very anti-drunk driving. When dispatch received a call that the vehicle was driving all over the roadway and only going 20 miles per hour. So a traffic stop was initiated. Um, he identified himself as a priest, so he didn't try to hide that. Um, and he said he was trying to get back to his home in Winter Park. He provided breath samples. At the time of his arrest, Waters completed a form indicating he would not be relying on the services of a private attorney or the public defender's office. He wanted to represent himself. So he's a real Renaissance man. Oh, so he showed up with a collar on. He's a priest. He's a lawyer. And nobody wants... He knows what he's doing. Nobody wants to be the judge that put Father Ed away. I don't know. What? I kind of think, like, even if he shows up with a collar on, if you're the judge, like, a lot of these judges, they're wise to that, you know? 
Maybe the judge was a congregant of Father Ed's. Oh, well, then I think that'd be a, a conflict of interest. Then I think you have to recuse yourself. Maybe. Uh, you definitely, if you are going to a mass and the father, the priest is is going to show up in your courtroom. How do you prove that, though? That's a, thousand, like, that's a thousand percent of recuse, it's not like you recuse sign yourself. A, you don't sign a register when you go into church. How do you prove that? But you, if you're the judge, you don't have to prove it. You don't want to be the judge on, on that one. It's you, you get to you, re, it, you, you get do, to recuse yourself. You do if you want to go into confession and get off easy, Grace. I guess there's a Father Ed Waters to wine joke in there. I just don't know. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this story is very interesting. Florida woman is suing Hershey for five million dollars. Says Reese's candies don't have carved designs. You know how every couple of years there's a big story like this. Where you you accuse it's like Pepsi where's my jet you accuse mm-hmm. a company of false advertisement. So she is saying this Florida woman is upset about the lack of designs on Reese's holiday themed peanut butter candy, and now she's taking parent company Hershey to court over it. This is is it Halloween candy or is it? It's both Halloween candy and Easter candy. Because they, they do the eggs, the little exactly. Reese's eggs, right? I like those. So for example, I do too. Out of all of them, like, so the pumpkin, the egg, and the tree, what do you like the best? Oh, the egg, I think. I like the egg because the peanut butter to chocolate ratio, it's like more peanut butter than it is chocolate. It's a smooth surface area. The ridges, I don't, whatever, fine. Ridges on the peanut butter cup, whatever. That's trademark. You got to have it. But it's just a small surface area. Yeah, it's good. I I agree. We actually agree on something today. Cynthia Kelly filed a $5 million federal class action lawsuit Thursday uh, alleging several Reese's products don't match their photos as depicted on the wrappers. For example, Reese's peanut butter pumpkins are merely pumpkin-shaped hunks of peanut butter stuffed chocolate. And the actual product... They weren't pumpkins made out of peanut butter? And the actual product has no jack-o'-lantern style carvings as the wrapper depicts. She says the same is true for the peanut butter footballs and bats, as well as the white chocolate ghosts. The suit says Kelly bought a bag of peanut butter pumpkins for four forty nine um, in Florida in late October of 2023. She believed that the product contained a cute-looking carving of a pumpkin's mouth and eyes as pictured on the product packaging. Another photo in the suit shows a candy football with no carved lines for football stitching. Now, here's my question. And I'm not a judge, so I don't know how this, how these things work. But she's suing for five million dollars, and it's yeah. like at most, I would think you're entitled to four dollars and forty nine cents. You're entitled to a king size package of Reese's peanut butter cups. What part of this do you feel you've incurred five million dollars worth of damages from Reese's? Deceit. You always start high when you're doing. Then you'll you'll settle out of. She'll get in like. 8,000 bucks or something. 8,000? I think that is setting such a bad precedent. It's like this woman, this woman. Welcome to America, guys. Is trying to scam the system. She says $5 million. What does she have, like emotional trauma from the egg not having ridges on it? That's Maybe. That's ridiculous. Limerick guy says, Taylor, this woman wants to sue Reese's to pieces. She does. <laughs> and you know what? I actually spoke to a Pennsylvania native yep. who was telling me about Hershey and this person's a really hard judge and this person's not someone who you know just says anything harder than the judge that had father Ed in his yes. court okay and this person I will not name who she is but she said that Hershey that's actually a company she likes and that they do a good job and they haven't had shrinkflation since 
Joe Biden came into office, she said they've had inflation. The prices are definitely higher, but the quantity of the product has remained the same. Good on Hershey. Yeah. And I just don't think it's fair that now they're going to have to pay, even if it's $8,000. When's the last time you went out and bought a candy bar? Probably not that long ago. You know, really? I like, yeah, I like yeah. a sweet treat. You know that. Mm. What about you? I always, I never go out and buy a candy bar. You know what I always think is weird when you see a candy I'm, I'm not an impulse buyer. A candy bar commercial for like payday. And mm-hmm. I just think the fact that they make commercials is strange to me. Because you would think at this point in your life, and maybe they're going for a younger audience, but it's like most people, you're either going to buy a payday or you're not. You're going to see a commercial and go, I should try that. Maybe there are people like that. I just... It, that part to me seems like strange that they still make commercials for candy bars. Right. Or Coke, Coca-Cola. You either like it or you don't at this point in your life. Yeah. We're all pretty much decided. Yeah. yeah. We're on board with you. Okay. So I have two winners. I'm going to save them for the other side because we are going to have to dissect them just a little bit. Okay. Very good. We will do that right after the break. This is the Howie Car Show. The Howie Car Show returns after this. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. We continue now with Police Blotter Facts Friday. I'm told the winners have a little explaining behind them, so we'll get to them. Yes, this first one doesn't. This first one's pretty simple. (laughs) The second one does. Um, This first one is from New Hampshire. Person allegedly assaulted with watermelon at Market Basket. Oh, no. Oh yes, one person was taken to the hospital after oh, being hospital after being struck by a watermelon at a New Hampshire market basket. Tilton police said at around 6 p.m. on Thursday they were dispatched to an alleged assault at the market basket that involved a watermelon. One person was taken to a nearby hospital with non-life-threatening injuries that police said allegedly stemmed from being struck by said watermelon. I know Tilton, New Hampshire. Me too. I've been to the Tilton Diner. Yeah, it's delish. Uh, The incident is still under investigation. No one was arrested or charged with any crimes at this time. But I I have to assume like that's that could be considered a deadly weapon. Well, if it wasn't ripe enough. Yeah, because those things, they they can be pretty tough. They're weighty. Have you ever seen those videos when people put elastic bands on a watermelon to see when it's going to (gasps) explode? So scary. I've seen videos where people like crush a watermelon between their legs. Like, can it really be that hard? It must be that hard if, if they're putting videos themselves doing it. What? These are hard things. <laughs> what kind of videos are you watching? They pop up on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> okay. And our final winner. Exploding toilet at Dunkin' store left customer oh, filthy you wanna, and injured. Oh, you should have warned people. But you know what? This isn't. Massachusetts, surprisingly. This is a, a Duncan in Florida. Oh. But when I first saw it, it just, to me, it screamed mass. And it's Orlando, Florida. A customer has filed a negligence lawsuit against Duncan, claiming he was injured by an exploding toilet at one of the coffee's chains uh, in central Florida. Paul Kirouac is seeking more than $100,000 in a lawsuit. Now, see, this doesn't make any sense. He he deals in an exploding toilet. He's going for $100,000. Yeah, this lady gets really an egg balling. without a smiley face on it, and she's going for $5 million? No, become, become his lawyer. 
And you'll, you'll get a percentage. you get like a third of that. Yeah, he should be asking for more. He claims he suffered severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in the men's room of a Duncan location in Winter Park, Florida. After the explosion, now here's the key part, I think. Since I'm the lawyer now, I'm going to try to... Yeah. After the explosion left Kerouac covered in human feces, urine, and debris, he walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers and the store's manager, according to the lawsuit. An employee told him that they were aware of the problem with the toilet. Oh. Since there had been previous incidents. Oh. Without diving into further details about the explosion. Oh, my. When contacted Thursday by emails for more details on Kerouac's injury, his attorney, Scott Spradley, said he was tied up and couldn't answer the questions until the following day. The Canton, Massachusetts-based company did not immediately respond to an email seeking comment. Scott Spradley is telling this guy to lowball. The lawsuit says Kerouac suffered bodily injury and he has required mental health care and counseling since the incident in January of 2022. Yeah, look, see, Grace, people are crushing watermelons between their legs for fundraising. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see. No, like no. St. Jude. No. <laughs> like, for cancer research. Hey, <laughs> she did it. She cracked it open with her legs. Oh, boy. That's all it is. Fundraising videos. Sure, Very whatever. philanthropic Instagram feed. Okay. Um, so, yeah, back to this Duncan story. I think he should go for, I mean, if the Reese's thing's $5 million, I'm thinking he should go for 10 or 11 Add a few more donuts to that number, you know? Seriously, you're, you're really selling yourself short here. Covered in urine and feces. That's at least 10 mil. I think so. Absolutely. Grace, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. We'll be back on the Howie Car Show. Last hour for me. Until Howie comes back. Stay tuned.